Hello and welcome to the Fourth Sub Podcast. It's me, Colin Cameron. I'm back again. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking all things Europa League. I'm joined with Bristow, Brad and Shiz. We'll go straight into it. Arsenal, Group B, play Rapid Vienna. Shiz, you've, you're through. Um, it's, you've had a shocking season in the Premier League, but you're through in the Europa League. How, how do you look at this game? Well, I think it's got to be, since we're through, it's got to be a chance to give the young players in the team a chance. And I'd like to see that Balogun lad, who I'd not heard of until last week, start the game, actually, because he looked really exciting when he when he played last week. So I'd like to see him get, get have a full debut. Um, yeah, I'd like to see some full debuts from the young players because that's, that's the point of the competition if we're through. And... Um, I think Pepe's eligible for that game, so it might make sense for Pepe to get some form and, and play as well. But lit, but really, to be honest, I'm not really that bothered about the game. And um, I'll look at the lineup, and depending on who's playing, I'll, I'll probably uh, watch it or not watch it. But you know, it, it, I'm not really too excited about the game. We, you know, it's what it is. We just need to finish it off in style, really. Arsenal need to play the. Well, they need to give a few youth a chance, surely. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought. I would have thought so. I like the look of that Balogun lad. Hopefully, he can get a full full debut. I mean, Arsenal having such a poor season. It's poor. it's such a strange one. They've they've got to focus on the Europa League. I know. I, I, in my opinion, the top four's out out of the race for them, even this early on in the season. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get anywhere near the top four. So. Trophies are going to import, be important for them this season. So give it a good crack, Europa League. The problem is, though, looking at the Champions League results tonight, there's some really strong teams who are going to drop into that Europa League competition. Mm. Well, let's see, who are the moments going down? Well, let's say, say, so obviously in the United group, you've got Leipzig, PSG, or United. One of them are going to be playing Europa League yeah. come 2021. And, and Who else is there? It's going to be one of Inter and Madrid, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I think I think Madrid's more than likely at the minute, isn't they? Yeah, who would have thought it's that? Them. Thing is, if um, it, with them big teams, when they go down to the Europa uh, League, they're, I mean, they're going to be taking it serious. They're going to want to win that Europa League or else it's going to be absolutely pointless for them. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else there is. It could go down. Barcelona and Juve are pretty much through, aren't they? Um, yeah, Dortmund's through. Well, I don't know. I don't one. Ajax really or know. Atlanta. Yeah. Well, too good. They'll be tricky. What do you do tomorrow, Bray? Arsenal. Yeah. Arsenal. Um, it's a tough one, isn't it? Because I think I think you're both right. You need to start. You need to start um, some youth players. Get them a bit of experience in. Um, but at the same time, you, I think feel like you need to get. Some um, older heads in there who aren't having much uh, confidence at the minute because you've got a massive game uh, on the weekend against Spurs. But then you run the risk of the uh, injuries if you play some of your big guns as well. But it's done and dusted, that that, um, that group. You're through, obviously, like we've said. So it might be best to just play the youth team instead of Surely risking they... injuries. But like I said, it's not... It's, it's, it's a nothing game, is it really for them? Win, lose, or draw. They, they probably they definitely don't want to lose. No, no team goes out to lose. But it might be it might be right, yeah, just to 
give give your give your well, youngsters you a try, so see what they can the youngsters, do. He can then, and it does backfire, and they do lose. You're going to have the wrath of the fans on you again. Obviously, he's under a bit of scrutiny at the moment. But then he can turn around and say, well, I was giving my youth a chance and I was saving my players for Spurs on the weekend, which in every Arsenal fan's eyes is the biggest game of the season for him. So I don't think they can lose in this situation, yeah. to be honest with you. They're through in the group and they're going to surely have to rest some players for, for that game against Spurs because that's huge. Uh is, is, is that it home, home or away? The Arsenal awesome game. Sorry. So I think they ha- two thousand fans are in for this one. That's all right. So at least, at least if it is the youngsters, at least they they're they're at home. They feel they'll feel more comfortable being at home, especially if there's a couple of thousand fans in there. It will open massively. Maybe maybe even if you're winning comfortably by the 60, 65th minute, give your give your boys uh give a couple of your big boys a chance just to bag a goal or. Gain a bit more confidence mm. against a, a weak inside, but who I knows? Just look at the who knows with Arsenal these days? Just think, you can go through each man, and nearly all of them have underperformed this season. It's just uh, very disappointing. Yeah, I think I think Leno's been mm. been quite he, good for you this season, hasn't he? Yeah, he saved us a few points this season, and that's quite good to see because. You've needed a, a a solid keeper for a few seasons now, haven't you? You've you've not yeah. really had one that's been solid consistently. Um, I think he's getting to that point now where he'll be consistently good for Arsenal. I think anyway. No, I, think I he rate looks that, a decent though. keeper. I like him. Mm. What do you reckon to Arsenal, Brad? Yeah, I mean, they're gonna have one eye on uh, top of the Mark League mm. at <laughs> the weekend. It's it's a difficult one. What he wants to do. I mean, he could play his youth and he could get turned over and then the confidence is just going to go even lower, isn't it? Yeah. I think he'll play a mixed side, to be honest. I think it'll be a, a bit, you know, a few youth players in there, but I think there'll be a lot of uh, senior heads there as well. Though. It's a game you don't want to lose and drop your confidence for the weekend. Yeah. So, right, difficult one, really. Mm. So, I'm going to move on. There's only, obviously, there's only three English teams in the Europa League. So, I'm going to add one more team into it. They're a British team. I'm going to bring Rangers up. Rangers at the moment are top of the SPL. Um, they're top of the uh, Europa League group. They play standard Liège tomorrow. Um, if they win that, they're through to the knockout stage. As I said on the first European podcast, that I, I've tipped them to, as my outsider favourites to, to win um, the, the Europa League. They're having a phenomenal, phenomenal season, season. In, in the Scottish League. I know it's a poor league. But to be so far ahead of Celtic at this point is an achievement in itself. And to be top of the group with Benfica in the group is also a class achievement from Rangers. Where do you see Rangers going, in, in your opinion, fellas? Do you rate them under Stevie G? They've got a few decent players, to be fair. I'll rate them, but I think they'll feel a bit uh, frustrated with themselves that they mm. haven't turned Benfica over twice. You know, they led both times and... Uh, Drawn the games in the end, so but he shouldn't, he shouldn't knock their shouldn't knock their confidence. Yeah. Their league form is absolutely outstanding. Um, it's just whether or not when they when, if they can get to the last stages of the tournament when they do come up against the big boys that are dropping down from the Champions League or the, the lads that are going through through to the knockout stages anyway. If they can if they can handle it, I, I don't see any reason why not. If they're on that good of a run of form, what? Who can really the stop thing them with Rangers minute. is they play as Steven Gerrard used to play. 
Like they're such a dogged team, and and they know they haven't got the the greatest squad of players, but they all work for each other, and they're such grafters. If if Steven Gerrard was was a team, it's Rangers. He's put his stamp on that team superbly, and like you said, the past couple of games against Benfica, I mean they played class, didn't they? And just obviously they conceded late goals in both of them, but to be top of the group ahead of Benfica with their destiny in their own hands, I think it's class. And I think they'll turn over standard Liège tomorrow. Um, they're at home. So I think I can't see anything other than a win in that one. Uh, we'll go on to the next English team. We go on to Leicester, Group G. Spoke about them uh, last night in the uh, podcast last night. What do you reckon to Leicester, Brad? I mean, uh, they're, they're going through into the next stage of the Europa League. Um, should they focus on winning this or should they focus more on the Premier League? Uh, yeah, I think I said this in a few podcasts ago. They need to concentrate on one. Mm. Uh, if they're going to go far in this, they're going to have to win this group because, like you say, you don't know who's going to come down from the Champions League. Uh, there's some dodgy teams anyway in this uh, Europa League. So you wouldn't want them facing a winner of a group in this Europa League or you wouldn't want to see them face... Someone who's come down from the uh, Champions League. Um, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna need to win this. Um, I think they're gonna need to win this group if they want to progress quite far into the competition. Uh, but then again, if they do that, I mean, it's been shown in the league. You know, they got turned over by Fulham. Uh, Leeds beat them, so it is paying its effect. So it's a difficult one, but I, I do think they need to win this league, uh, their own league in the Europa League for me. I I think it's. What the advantage of winning the Europa League now is is a direct ticket into the Champions League. So you can look at it like this. You can look at it and think, are we realistically better than City, Chelsea, Liverpool uh, or Spurs? And you'd probably say no, or even United. You'd probably say no. So they should look at this competition, in my opinion anyway, and think, right, we'll give this a proper go. And this is our golden ticket into that Champions League group stage. We win this competition, we're in there next season. Uh, it's interesting you say that because the question then is is it harder to get into the top four in the Premiership than to win the Europa League? It's, it's a bit lucky the Europa League isn't it? Because it, it's about who you draw. Yeah. Um, do you know, I'll go out and say it. I, I think it's easy to win the Europa League. Well, it's a tough one. In my opinion anyway. I think it's e- it's easy to get to the fight to the final or semi final, hmm. but then anything can happen once you once you're there. Yeah. Going back to um, Scottish teams, though, I'm looking at the table and I didn't realise how poorly Celtic have been in the Europa this season. They've struggled massively. They've got one point from four games. Yeah, it's atrocious. And it, I mean... yeah, they got. Who they got next? Well, AC they, Milan, and they away from they've home. Got is a it? Point in the, they can't qualify anyway. All oh, right, yeah. Oh no, no, I know, I know that. I'm just saying it just it's just going to get bad to worse for them because if they they they're going to go, uh, it's weird with the Scottish teams, isn't it? Because usually, I think for the past what seven eight years, we've all been like, oh, um, Celtic number one, number one, and then Rangers have come out. Stevie yeah. G is. Oh, we mentioned earlier, he's done an absolutely ridiculous job there. 
play play by his how he used to play um, when he was a player. But you don't really expect Celtic to be on one point after well, not... four games, do you? It's crap. I know they had they got a tough glee, a tough group, but they're still, not really you know, they've got a, decent a players. stable manager in charge. Neil Lennon's come back for a second term, and they've not really got going for him. And he had talks today on whether he was going to remain in the job. And I think they've, they've backed him, which Celtic fans are furious about because he's just... They're, they're out of the Scottish League Cup. They lost to Ross County at home. They're out of the Europe, Europa League. But I think I, I read to, uh, last week as well, from next season, Scotland are going to have two allocated spaces in the Champions League. So, obviously, that's going to be given to Celtic and Rangers. And in my opinion, Neil Lennon's got to go by, by next season. I can't see him staying in the job at all. No, definitely not. No, he shouldn't. Well, he said his second spell hasn't been the hasn't been the best. And let's be honest, they you know they haven't had much competition, have they? Until uh, Rangers yeah. have kind of been on the up with Stephen Gerrard. So you kind of seeing seeing it now. As soon as yeah. they get a bit of competition, if you just they kind of if you just bear them, with me, fellas, I can just hear something just before we go on to the Spurs topic. Yeah, you guessed it. It's the oh, you didn't know Europa League fact of the week. (laughs) Fellas, I'm going to ask you a question. Who has scored, okay, one player, who has scored the most individual goals in one Europa League season? That class is the UEFA, UEFA Cup as well. What player has scored the most goals in one season? Okay. What what sort of period are we talking from? Is it? This... I'll give you a clue. It's it's in the Europa League. In the Europa um, League era. For uh... I've got I've got Go an on. idea. I just I don't think it's right. I don't really I don't really follow Europa Go League on. if I'm honest with you. So. I, 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 I want to say a Campos Ooh, from Seville. How many goals do you reckon he's got in a single season? This is. Uh, You're seven? wrong, Brad. I'm going to go. Oh, okay. Awesome. Bruno Fernandes. How many goals? Nine. You're wrong. I'm going to go. I, I, I don't even think this is um, when it was Europa, so this is wrong, but Larson. Ooh. How many goals? In know, a single seven. season. Seven? Or... You're wrong. Okay. The most goals by an individual in <laughs> Europa League history was by a little player called Radamel Falcao when he was playing for FC Porto in the 2010-11 season. And he scored 17 goals Wow! in one Europa League campaign. Jesus. That was a European record as well. And it's been matched by uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, who got 17 goals in the Champions League 2013-14 season. Wow. 17 goals. Wow. That's some record. Wow. Any wows? Exactly. Move on to Spurs. Nice fact. And we'll, wow. uh, well... There'll be there'll be another uh, oh you didn't know fact of the week next week. Um, so we'll go on to Spurs, the final team, and we have got a quiz tonight, fellas. So 
we'll get this one done with. Uh, Shez, uh, you play him on, is it Saturday or Sunday? You've got Spurs. you got them Sunday, haven't you? Sunday, yeah. Um, what do you make to this game? Away at LS- well, it- LASK. They need to win this one, to be honest with you. Out of all the English yeah. teams, they're the one team that haven't really decided their own fate. Yes, it's a, it's a bit of a... They've had a weird campaign in Europa, haven't they? They've been, they've been good in the Prem, but they've been a bit mixed in Europa. But I'm reading that... Um, I think Harry Kane's out injured. Um, so it'll be a good test for him to sort of... How, how do they cope without Kane? Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure... That, that's the thing with Spurs. Who goes into that central strike position when Kane's not there? Yeah. Um, I, who who would you slot in that role, lads? Um, what, are we talking Europa yeah, well, League or are we just talking in general? If it's a longer-term injury for Kane, who plays centre-forward for Spurs? So I, I would... If for Europa League tomorrow, I'll go with that uh, Vinicius yeah. guy who they've got in. Uh, he, he bagged a couple last week, didn't he? But if you're going for... You probably have to put Son up there, wouldn't you? And then probably play Bergwijn and Lucas Moura as your wingers instead. Or maybe oh, Bale if he's fit enough. But what it looks like at the minute is Bale's playing Europa League only. Um it's a tough one with Harry Kane as well because he's he's not your normal stay up top striker, is he? This season, he's a when he doesn't get the ball, he kind of drops deep like what Wayne Rooney used to do back in when he was getting to the end of his Man United career. So it's a very it's a tough one. He, he might if he's if he's injured for the Arsenal game, he might have to change his uh, formation about uh, Mourinho because you're not going to have Umbin Song. Play down the middle, but then also pop into like a CDM yeah, I mean, role. It's a bit of a weird high. one for Mourinho. He's saying Kane's got a good chance to face Arsenal, but he's saying I'm not going to tell you the nature of his injury. Mm. I think there's a good chance for Sunday, so it might be a bit of bloody mind games from Mourinho. You know? Yeah. I think with with Spurs tomorrow, they've got to play a strongest team. Because at the moment, if if they lose tomorrow, there's a chance they're not going to go through. It'll be decided on the last game against Royal Antwerp. But even then, if they lose tomorrow, even if they beat Royal Antwerp, they might they might not be able to go through. Um, so I'd be playing a fairly decent team tomorrow if I was Mourinho. Because if they win tomorrow, they're through. And it is a big competition for them. In my opinion. Yeah, it's a big. Yeah, I think it's got to be a big competition for all the English but then, teams. But are we talking about Spurs going for the title? Because maybe that's where the focus should be. Then it should be, but should it, but as well, shouldn't there be focus beyond winning a trophy as well? Because they haven't won one since the. Um, is it was it the Carling Cup back then? Well, the, well this um, is it. Against and, Chelsea, in past Tottenham teams, right. they've not really had the squad depth. In this Spurs team, they've got a decent squad size. So I think they can focus on the Europa League with the, with the amount of players they have. Mm. Um, obviously, they're going to have to rest Son and Kane during these games. But I think they've got replacements for them, especially against teams like they play in their group. They're not anything special. And they've got players that should be able to adapt to that level. Yeah. Mm. Right, fellas. Well, that's the Europa League summary um, for tomorrow. 
So we'll 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 go on to the final segment of the night. We're going to be doing a quiz. It's going to be a Europa League quiz. Are we all ready or what, fellas? Yeah, mate. We've got our pens and papers ready. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. listeners at home can get uh, involved in this one. We're going to go straight into it. Question number one. Now, this is a harder quiz than yesterday, in my opinion. So, I hope you're ready. Question number one. Who did Chelsea beat in the 2013 mm-hmm. Europa League final? And what was the score? And I'm going to give you an extra point if you can name the Chelsea goal scorers. What the hell? Ooh. Goal scorers or scorer? Ooh. Okay, I'm going to give you 10 seconds on these ones. Difficult start to the quiz. It's a very difficult one. So question number two. What is Lazio's stadium called? Famous ground. Paolo Di Canio's played there. Paolo Di Canio, Paolo Di Canio. Are you UF, are you UFC? Okay. Question number three. How many Europa Leagues have Atletico Madrid won? Is this Europa is this League? Europa League and UEFA Cup? Sorry, is this Europa League? Oh. I think they had that run, didn't they, when they kept winning it every season? Well, well don't be giving away answers there, young man. <laughs> <laughs> Question numero four. <laughs> Fulham reached the 2010 Europa League final. Who was their manager? Can you say that again? Sorry. Yeah. Fulham reached the 2010 Europa League final. Who was their manager? Who's the gaffer? Who was their manager? Question number five. Emery Chan started for Liverpool in the 2016 Europa League final. Can you name all the clubs he has played for? And you're going to get a point if you can name all of them. Emery Chan. Who's he played for? Question... I'll give you a few more seconds, actually. No, I can only think of five. Oh, there's... Oh, sorry for the language. <laughs> so we mentioned it earlier on <laughs> in the podcast. Okay, so you should be able to get one of these. Well, two... yeah, one of these. Can you name the three other teams in Celtic's Europa League group this season? Can you name the three other teams in Celtic's Europa League group this season? We did mention one of them earlier on in the podcast, so we've given you a, we've given you one there. Oh, I've got more written down. <laughs> Get in. 
Question number seven, including qualifying games. Henrik Larsson is the leading goal scorer in the Europa League and UEFA Cup history. How many goals has he scored? That's it. I'm going to give you... Uh, Jesus. So he's in five each way. Jeez. How many goals has Henry Larson scored in history of the UEFA Cup Europa League competition, excluding the Champions League, that is? Which, of course, he played in with Manchester United, Barcelona and Celtic. Question number eight. Which English team holds the record attendance in Europa League history? So what's the record attendance in Europa League history? It's held by an English team. You're guaranteed to win the competition, mate. There you go. You win the quiz if you get the exact number. I've got it roughly. I know what it is, but I, don't, I know it roughly. So, no, I really don't. <laughs> this one's for uh, Papa Jimmy Bristow. How many finals have Arsenal played in the Europa League UEFA Cup? And we've got a big question for question number 10. It's similar to the one we did on the Champions League special. I want you to name the Chelsea team that won the final in 2019. And that's worth five points. You have to get all the players right. Five points. The Chelsea team that won the Europa League in 2019. I'll give you a guess. I don't know. I'm just going to put. <laughs> put I'll have a guess. You're not going to give it a go, Bray. It's last season's team, mate. Last I, season. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. No. <laughs> they beat Arsenal, didn't they? They were in the final last year. And that's given away. Yeah. Some of the last question. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, do you know what I did wrong? Sorry. Well, Bristol, you've got to send it in. So. <laughs> oh, I just crossed out question one because I just figured out what you meant. Are we all done, fellas? No, not quite. I'm still doing the Chelsea team. Okay, no problem. So I'll go over the questions again while you're doing that. Who did Chelsea beat in the 2013 Europa League final and what was the score? Extra point for the goal scorers or scorer. Where is... No. <laughs> Say. Where, where do la- I'm uh, crossing sorry, out again. Stadium <laughs> How many Europa Leagues have 
Atletico Madrid I'll won. Fulham reached a 2010 Europa League final. Who was their manager? Emery Chan started for Liverpool in the 2016 Europa League final. Can you name all the clubs he has played for? Can you name the three other teams in Celtic's Europa League group this season? Including qualifying games, Henrik Larsson is the leading goal scorer in the Europa League and UEFA Cup history. How many goals? Which English team holds the record attendance in Europa League history? How many finals have Arsenal played in the Europa League or UEFA Cup? Name the Chelsea team that won the final in 2019, so last year. Fellas, are you ready to reveal the answers? Yeah. Yes. Okay, can you just send me your um, your answers first? Just so I know there's no cheating going on. Just set, just put it into the group chat. Right. Are you okay, Bree? <sighs> <laughs> yeah, I've, I've crossed out number one twice. I haven't done And I've put it at the bottom because I misheard you twice. That's not a problem, young man. Right, let me just uh, screenshot this shit. Okay, fellas, so we're going to go to question one and I'm going to go and ask Tom Bristow. Bristow, can you, uh, sorry, who did Chelsea beat in the 2013 Europa League final and what was the score? I thought thought it was Seville. Uh, They beat them 2-1 and the scores were uh, Ibranovic and Torres. Very, very close, but no cigar, Bristow. No points. Uh, Shez? I thought Porto, and I didn't even give a score Decent. or score us. So, we don't have a winner there. Uh, are we going to... Well, Brad, can you save the day? I thought it was Benfica 2-1. And who was the scorers? I've not a clue. So, you get a point. It was Benfica. The goal scorers, however, were Torres... And Ivanovic scored with a header in the 93rd minute from a corner. Mm. Was it 2-1? Though? It was 2-1. Nice. Oh. Correct. I've got the scorers and the result, right? Just not no. the team. <laughs> How many points do I get? And I don't the get ex- a point. The extra that. point was the scorers. You're a joke. You, uh, You're a joke. You get... <laughs> You're a joke. And two, one. two points, isn't it? No, you just you get a point. Oh, sound. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Shiz, where is uh, where did Lazio play? What's the stadium that, called? Stadio Olimpico. Correct. What did you get, Bree? Oh, close. <laughs> El Lazio Stadium. Stadio Olimpico. Correct. Uh, Brad, how many Europa Leagues have Atletico Madrid won? Oh, no idea. I guessed two. Shiz. Three, I guessed. Bristow. <laughs> I thought this was a trick question, so I put zero. The answer is three. <laughs> I guess, the answer is three. For the laughter, I guess it is not zero. <laughs> I guess. 
Bristow, far oh, east, wow. 2010 Europa League final. Who was their gaffer? Shez. I put Hughes. And uh, Roy Hodgson. We'll go to Brad. Uh, Roy Hodgson. The answer is Roy Hodgson. Oh, nice. Get Bradley it! Martin, Emery Chan started for Liverpool in the 2016 Europa League final. Can you name all the clubs he's played for? Go. Yeah, Bayern Munich, Bayer Leverkusen, Liverpool, Juventus, Borussia Dortmund, and I think Frankfurt in his youth days. Bristow. Hmm. Uh, for the youth days, I've gone for Rotherham, um, Stockport County. Uh, then he went to okay, Bayern, yes. then Liverpool, oh, and got, now he's at Dortmund. Oh, I just put um, Bayern Leverkusen and Juventus. So, Munich, Leverkusen, Liverpool, Juventus, and Dortmund. So, well done, Brad. Get in. Get in. Shez. Can you name the three other teams in Celtic's Europa League group this season? Well, it's funny because I looked at the group about five minutes ago, but I, only, <laughs> I could only remember two teams, AC Milan and Leo. Oh, so you don't get a point. You need all three. Brad? Uh, uh, Lil, AC Milan and Sparta Prague. Bristow? Uh, standard AC Milan, Milan Prague and standard AC Milan, Lille and Sparta Prague. So, Bristow, I'm going to come on to you. Leading, uh, including qualifying games, Henrik Larsson is the leading goal scorer in the Europa League and UEFA Cup history. How many goals has he scored? <laughs> to 76. What <laughs> he played a lot of years. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing, but I generally oh, thought that was a really to, good answer. To be fair, that's a good one. Yes. What did you get, matey? I put 30. And finally, Brad? I put 68. Oh, my Lord. He scored 40. So I'm going to give Shez a point on that one. Yeah, yeah no, He scored 40 goals. 70. Oh, God. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, uh, Brad, which English team holds the record attendance in Europe League history? I think it's Tottenham. I think when they played, is it Ghent? Something? I'm going to go to Chez. I thought United, but as a guess. And I'm going to go with Bristow. It's Spurs when they played at Wembley. Um, <laughs> With the attendance of 100,367. Brad, Brad, what did you get? Uh, I oh, never guess. mind. <laughs> More than old Trafford, so I went 80,200. So I'm going to give Brad a point and Bristow a point. 80,465. Oh, nice. Very good. Uh, Shears, how mm. many finals have Arsenal played in? See, I, I think this is what I put is wrong. I put two, but I think it's more than that. But it's just I can't. It's from the past. Brad, so I didn't know him. Uh, I guessed six. And finally, Bristow. I think it's two. I, I swear. Obviously, the, the Chelsea the one is two. And then, yeah, Galatasaray. 
And Bristow, <laughs> I'm going to go with you for the last question. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother. Uh, Do not bother. Go to someone else. Kante, Pulisic, Giroud, Mount, and Abraham. Oh, so I'm going to go with Brad. What's your team? I'll go with Kepper, Aspilicueta, Christensen, Louise, Emerson, Kante, Jorginho, Kovacic, Pedro, Hazard, and Giroud. Five points. Go to Brad. Oh, get him, boys. Get him. So what? Today's winner is Brad again. That's two prizes nice. in a row, Brad. <laughs> Say no more, boys. Say no more. Well, congratulations, Brad. Well done, Brad. So Hi, that's been the Europa yes, League uh, review show. Uh, I've been Callum. I hope you've enjoyed. Cheers for joining us, fellas. It's not a problem. Cheers.